Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive, joined by Jets defensive end, or should I say linebacker because of the number changed, Jermaine uh, Johnson. Great to see you. <laughs> nice to see you, man. Um, what was it like the past weekend? Because typically at this point in the year, you're playing on Sundays, right. but you had Saturday and Sunday off. It was great, man. I got a lot of family in town, so... Uh... You know, I felt kind of bad just always jetting off and, you know, handling this stuff, and they're just kind of twiddling his thumbs. But it was all right. They understand. It's what I do. But it was definitely good to get home, you know, enjoy time with them, enjoy some time with my girl, you know, just chill out. When did you have the opportunity to actually celebrate Thanksgiving? Because Thursday <laughs> was a big work day in preparation of Friday. You guys actually stayed at the team hotel the night before the game. Yeah. Uh, so I just told my mom actually the night before um, – Thanksgiving, I was like, okay, we're not going to do it tomorrow. Let's just do it Friday night after the game. Just have the food ready, kind of. We'll do it Friday night after the game. So that's what we did. I got home. And then, uh, yeah, we started eating. We, we prayed. We ate and played some games and enjoyed each other. It was dope. Man. How many people in town? Um, I don't have any open bedrooms. I'll say that. Yeah? <laughs> I don't have any open bedrooms anymore. So north of 20, you would say? Uh. Uh, probably like 12 to 16. Okay. Now, who handled the cooking? My mom and my sister and my girl. Yeah? Yeah. What do you guys have? What's your favorite Thanksgiving? Everything. Um, like anything you can think of. Big mac and cheese, um, greens, cornbread, um, curry shrimp, curry chicken, uh, ham. We did hens. We didn't do turkey. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Because no one eats the turkey. Yeah. I'm going to go straight for the ham and then the <laughs> other stuff. And then it's like, you, you feel bad. So you got to take a little slice of turkey. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I think turkey, like, no offense to turkey on Thanksgiving, but I, I feel like I just move around the turkey. To be honest. I, I agree. I, I think it's overrated because not a lot of times you're sitting at home saying, hey, what are we going to have for dinner? Let's pull out the turkey. You know? <laughs> exactly, but, exactly. All right. So Saturday and Sunday, what did you actually do with the fam? Chill. Yeah. <laughs> Chill, sat at home, watched TV, Christmas movie, decorated my house for Christmas. Okay. You know, got the lights on, got, actually they, one of those, you know, those inflatable, big inflatable things. Yeah. That are like usually on the front lawn. Yeah. Well, my mom and my sister decided to put it in the house. So now I have this like six foot inflatable thing just floating in the house, just sitting up in the house. And I was like. I mean, there's room for it, but it's like, why is this? That's supposed to go on. The, anyway, they have fun with the, because my niece and nephews are in town and 
you know, they have fun doing all the decorating and stuff. But it's definitely good, man, to enjoy the family, enjoy the people that, you know, helped you get here and, you know, just love supporting you so much. You know, it feels good to kind of give some time back to them and, you know, some some make some memories with them for sure. You got a nine-month-old daughter now. Yes. How much attention does she get from the fam? Oh, my God, a lot. <laughs> she's a, she's the a centerpiece, 100%. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. Definitely just gets you on the straight and narrow for sure, right? Because you can you can afford kind of like live a little reckless here and there when it's just you you got to worry about. Right. Right? But nah, so as soon as she came, I was, not that I was never on the straight and narrow, but it's just like, I'm, I'm not going to ever let myself not be on a straight and narrow because, you know, I got a little girl and, um, you know, even when she's 40, she's going to be my little girl. So right. I got to make sure everything's straight for her, for sure. It's awesome because you're going to see her develop every day and something right. new every day that you're able to celebrate. Right. I mean, she's she's definitely her her daddy's daughter. She's she's this is me to my own horn a little bit, but she's she's like past every milestone. But I mean, she she's being brought up in an amazing way. But she's she's passing every milestone that she's even supposed to hit crawling. She's already crawling eight months. She's she's saying her first words like she's just doing everything so fast and it's just so dope, bro. Yeah, like it's so cool, so cool. It's gonna get better every single day. What's it been like for you year two overall yeah. here with the Jets? Man, uh, like I said, I don't know if it was my daughter, you know, or if you know I got my girl now. So I don't know what it is, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm give some credit to myself now. I work my butt off in the off season, right? Um, but. Psh, I'm just locked in and um you know I hold myself to a to a super extremely high standard like there's you can't critique me and criticize me more than I do myself so um obviously uh individually it's like you know wish I can have place back here place back there as a team obviously um you know obviously we just want to we're not in a position that we saw ourselves in and it doesn't sit well with me but you know, we got six weeks left. You never know. And um, I know the guys, the character, the guys we have in here, you know, we're going to bust our tails and, you know, do what we need to do. So I'm just excited for the opportunity. I'm excited for the adversity that we have to face because at the end of the day, you find out who you truly are and who's around you, you know, when when things aren't looking good and your back's on the wall. Right. You either got to punch out or, or curl up. So, you know, I'm very confident these guys are going to punch out. How did you attack your first professional offseason? Because I don't really think that you have an opportunity to have an offseason after you get drafted. You know, uh, you're just kind of like thrown in the mix, thrown oh in the fire, God. and here we go. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> after, as a rookie, because you're going, um, okay, so you, you're done playing college. If you're just like, let's say you just did the regular season, you're done around late November, right? Right. After that, you, you got maybe that month of December to spend with your family for the holidays, whatever have you. And then as soon as that's over, you're going to train for the combine and then you got the combine and then you got your pro day. Yep. So that's by like March area. And then then you got to like travel to all these teams that want to visit with you. And then you get drafted and then you get drafted. You fly. I actually have to fly here the night I got drafted. I couldn't even celebrate in Vegas with my family. <laughs> um, and then we got here. I had to fly back, pack up my stuff, fly back, come for rookie minicamp OTAs. Like it's just like I couldn't catch my breath. And then, you know, it's like um it was crazy. So I actually got to do my first off season, my first real off season. Right. So um, I just told my t myself, because if your mind's not right, you're not going to be able to get the most out of yourself. So I gave myself a little time to relax. You know, I was working out lightly here and there. But then um, I want to say I turned it on 
I turned it on really in June. And then in June, it's pretty much doing like two workouts a day for four days a week uh, up until I had to come for camp and then kind of got here at camp and it was just like, it was a breeze. I was yeah. ready. I was like just strong, like throwing everyone out of the way. So I was, I was like, all right, I did something right. Cause it's kind of reassuring. Cause you don't know you like freestyle. It's not like college where you're like, you got to come here. You got workouts right. at six in the morning. You got to do this. You got to do that. It was like, all right, you're on your own pretty much for all these months. And then, you know, you can only, I didn't know if I was doing it right or if I was doing it wrong. And obviously when I got here for camp, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I must have did something right. <laughs> Who would you train with during the uh, off season? And what specific parts of your game right. did you say, hey, listen, this is what I really want to hone in on? Uh, most important thing to me was just explosiveness. Because if you're an explosive, if I'm an explosive player at, at 260 and I'm explosive fast, obviously I haven't always been naturally strong. And then technique, um, just pass rushing. Because, you know, that's what I get paid to do right. uh, on top of other things. But... No, it was just important to me that I, I became extremely explosive. And then I got, you know, I got on my technique in terms of pass rush and, and get off and just optimizing what my body can give to me because I, I'm an athletic individual, but it doesn't mean anything if you're not getting that out of your body because your technique's not right. So just focus on my technique, become explosive and, um, and just be disciplined, be diligent in my work. Um, because I knew, I, you know, this, I wanted to make a statement this year. Yeah. I was, a, you know, what you've seen, first year you know i appreciate gratitude to myself for getting getting there but that wasn't who i am and um shoot i challenged myself i'm still not even close to where i want to be so but i mean just taking steps was important and and just busting my butt so i had so i had no regrets you know during the season as a pass rusher what's the importance of the get off and like you said that was something that you stressed, you emphasize in off season, hmm. and you can see that out on Sundays. Right. Um, what goes into that? Because you've always been athletic, yeah. but having that first step off the snap. I mean, definitely the first step off the snap, but I think more than anything, especially in today's game, I mean, guys don't really want to be physical. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They got paid already. So, you know, why why would I grind as like I did in college to get to this point? Why would I be physical like that anymore? I got paid. That's how I think a lot of those guys think. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be physical. I don't care. That's 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 who I am. I'm gonna be physical. I'm explosive. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you in your face until you tap out. And that's kinda how I go about it. And then obviously I got the speed and the athleticism to do all the other stuff too. But um, nah, I'm I'm coming to punch you in your face and uh, you know, check your temperature and see how you take it for sure. Yeah. And that's always been an element in your game. As far as you standing up or maybe going down in your stance, yeah. how much freedom do you have? All the freedom in the world. Yeah. And um, that's just a tribute to, you know, my coaching staff. They they trust me to pretty much, all right, Jermaine. Um, but definitely operate in the framework of the defense and, and, and do it like that. So I, I definitely appreciate it. And, um, you know, they let me apply my game to the defense and um, and not the other way around, which I think can put some players in a box. But I mean, the staff does a great job of taking individual players and understanding that they do some things really good and, you know, playing the scheme of defense to those strengths. And in this case, it's like standing up, you know, letting me use my athleticism and kind of like um, my football IQ. I can see more. I think I can identify things better when I can get up and kind of see as right. the ball snap and stuff like that. So. Yeah, they just give me a lot of a lot of kind of freedom on that end, but they trust me to operate within the framework of the defense for sure. 
I've always liked the attitude you've had as far as rushing the passer. You say <laughs> you got to earn the right to rush yep. the passer. Can you talk about the mentality you have against the run? Because yeah. that's something that you've excelled in day one, even entering the National Football League. Right. It actually, it actually started. Um, I think it was uh, after my 2019 season at Georgia. Um, cause I've always been physical. I always thought I played the run pretty good, but when I was deciding to come out for that draft, instead of the 2021 draft, I came out for it. I got my, my file back because you yeah. know, the league, the scouts, whatever, they have a file on you. I was reading my file and kind of said like, I was a good pass rusher or whatever, but he's not physical and he doesn't play the run well. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> that was pretty much it. So I went to, ended up transferring to Florida state. And um, yeah, you know, I shut all that down and then came into the league my first year, I shut all that down. And then it's just, I mean, it's part of my pedigree. Like I said, nah, like I'm gonna out physical you. I'm gonna make you quit before I do. And that's in the run game. Like I'm gonna hit you in your face. That's a perfect opportunity. Right. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, cause it, thing about this is it's about who gets, who gets someone to break first because we're all very gifted athletically. It's about what's in here and what's in here. So. What's it like on the pro level dealing with the chips? As far as it's just not, okay, I'm one-on-one -on -one with the yeah. tackle, that a lot of times, especially the more successful you are, right. the more attention you're going to get. Yeah, like you just said, I, I kind of take it as a compliment because all the best pass rushers are getting chipped. Yeah. <laughs> They're not just going to you know, let you tee off, right? So, I mean, but that's a that's a tribute to our whole defensive line. Everybody in there is, is a dog and uh, gets to the quarterback at a high rate. And... um you know, offenses aren't just going to let us tee off on their offensive line. So, um, yeah, the chips come and you take it as a compliment. And then, you you know, you figure out how to work your way through it because nobody cares. Yeah. At the end of the day, you see a stat sheet and you see the New York Jets D-line, how many sacks they had. Then say, well, they had some chips too. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, nah, don't nobody care. So, take it as, you know, take it as it is and, you know, f figure out to get through it. Can you talk about how close you guys are? I mean, yeah. you and Bryce are always together in the locker room. You got JFM, who I like to call the gray beard, even though he's in maybe his late 20s. He's only yeah. been in the league for a few years, but he's the veteran in the mix. You got Carl still there. Mm. Obviously, Will McDonald, much like right. yourself, a first-round pick who's uh, going through his first steps in the National right. Football League. It's a family. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes it really makes the time. It makes the experience because, I mean, before I came in the league, you always heard about these rooms that that weren't great rooms, they call them, or, you know, it's not a good room. And that would usually mean, all right, like, you got some some a-holes in the room, some yeah. selfish guys in the room, but, you know, they're good players, so deal with it kind of thing. But we have none of those guys. It's really a family. We're all selfless, and we all help each other. We all want to see each other win. Like, we may joke here and there, like, ah, oh, no, I got a point five of that, a half of that <laughs> sack, you know, no, I got a whole sack. But at the end of the day, it's all love and nobody's, like, hating on each other. That's why we're all, you know, we're all excited when whenever somebody gets a sack, like, we're all ex we're all celebrating within each other because there's no, there's no, like, hating or anything. Like, we're all just showing love and we all want each other to win, which is, you know, I'm extremely grateful for because I could have easily, you know, came got drafted to a room and everybody's like oh this guy got drafted you know try to replace me or something like I'm not going to help this kid out but that wasn't the case the guys kind of brought me under the wing and helped me out just like we're doing with Will like right. nobody's like oh Will's here like da, 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 don't help like no nah, we're helping like this is how we are and we're all very kind and and loving and you know we just want to see each other win
Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. You guys have different body shapes and you're different players, but do you see similarities between you and JFM as far as the pad level and the sheer power that you guys bring to the position? Yeah, um, for sure. When I first got here, I was just, you know, John is, like you said, a gray beard. Like he, he sets the standard in terms of, you know, kind of the physicality and edge setting and stuff like that. And um, it shows on film and in game, like, Guys don't want to run his way because right. he's just going to punch a tackle in the face and then the run's going to not be worth it, worth anything anyway. So um, 100%, I kind of was watching that. And, you know, like I said, I'm critical. I'm more critical of myself than anybody will ever be. So I'm just, I was kind of watching that and I'm just like, was comparing it to my game. Like, yeah, I was good against the run, but like, you know, I didn't like, I didn't like instill kind of fear into people. Like I didn't like hit people that hard. Like I didn't do that and I wanted to. So... Like I said, I just, and a lot of it comes from just strength and um, explosion. And JFM is very strong, he's very explosive. So that's like, this goes hand in hand and why I worked on what I worked on the off season. And I mean, when I came in in camp, it was just like, I felt it. Like, I didn't care who was in front of me. Like, I'm gonna, you're either gonna be on your back or I'm gonna move you from in front of me right. kind of thing. And, um, and yeah, like I said, it's a tribute to who we have in our room. Those guys set a good example and, um, we all have a standard, like we all hold each other to the same standard. It's really cool, actually. Um, so like they operate that way and I'm over here like, you know, I can't let these guys down. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna be on the field, like I have to uphold the same standard. Right. Like I have to go out there and it's gotta look the same. It's gotta be the same attitude. Like, you know, our D-line is feared. I really believe that and and um, it's a standard at the end of the day. I told you this before earlier this season, one of my favorite Jermaine plays this year came in <laughs> Dallas. Patent Zach Martin Paul. Yeah. And you met it head on. Yeah. It took not only Martin out, but an additional cowboy, and then Mosley mm. comes in and makes the play. Right. How, how how much did you enjoy not only that play, <laughs> but any of those plays like that, which is okay, here's a fierce collision. I'm bringing the violence to the game, and mm. one of my teammates is making the final play. 100%. It's actually funny. Um, I knew that play was coming. I think I told you that already. But I only knew that play was coming was because they ran the same play on the opposite end zone. But that time I, I like didn't really feel it as good. I mean, I still sat it down and like, you know, hit Zach, but he kind of got in my ear hole a little bit. He he hit me a little hard, which is good, great. <laughs> but I was like, okay. Like I just kind of like, you know, did that kind of thing. Like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it again. Next opportunity, I'm a I'm gonna mess you up. So it's perfect. Like it's the same layout, same everything, same motions, whatever. And I seen it and I was like, he's about to pull. So I angled my body right at where he was gonna be. And like you said, I just ran straight at him. And at the end of the day, it just, there's like, you gotta make that decision. Like what kind of man at the end of the day are you gonna be? Are you gonna punch something in the face? 
you know, after you get hit in the face? Yeah. Or are you going to be like, uh, you know, you, you felt it before because Zach is a good football player. He's oh, strong, yeah. whatever, right? So I felt it. But at the end of the day, he was going to have to feel me too. So um, that's what it came down to, and I knew it was coming. And, you know, like you said, I hit it, and you know, it was a CJ. Yeah. CJ came scot-free, and it made the play. And then after, I kind of looked at the sideline like, you know, don't try to don't try to hit over here again. So, yeah. It was, that's it was a, good a good transition right there because – I watch you and watch the way you interact with your teammates and be like, man, Jermaine's a guy I want on my team. But if I'm playing against him, I can't stand him because yeah. you're motor and you're not afraid to tell people, hey, yeah. what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 100% uh, at the end of the day, like it really is bigger than football. You know, who you are on the field is kind of who you are off the field. If you shy away from certain things, you're going to shy away from certain problems you have else in your life. So, I mean, it's perfect. It just works hand in hand. So I'm never going to be one to shy away from a problem, a fight. After I get punched, I'm always going to be the one to, you know, I'm always going to hit back. Yeah. And you better you better hope you can keep hitting with me or else you're going down. Have you and Bryce had a competition here as far as who's going to end up having the more sacks because you're at five right now. He's at six. I know you guys are going to celebrate no matter who has the team lead <laughs> Right at the end of the day. Uh, nah, to be honest, 100% honest, I don't think any of us is like, oh, I'm going to end up with more sacks than you. We always just joke, though, like, because we all kind of – it's very rarely only one of us just gets the quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we all kind of get there at the same time. We all are like – like, who got it? Like, is it a 4.5? Like, what is it? And then, you know, we all just kind of joke like that. Like, nah, I got the whole thing. I got the whole thing. Stuff like that. But, nah, it's never no uh, – it's never like a competition, like, in terms of, uh, I'm going to get more sacks than you at the end of the year. It's just like, I'm going to get a sack today. Right. I'm going to get two sacks today. Like, match me kind of thing. And that and just goes hand-in-hand hand with, like, it's a great room. Like, we hold each other that standard. It's like a healthy competition. Because if one of us gets a sack, <laughs> like, nah, nah, like, I'm about to get one, right. too. But it comes from a, a, a place of love and, a, you know, a very healthy place. Who's got the best celebration? Oh, I do. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, okay, who comes second? <sighs> I don't know. Quincy's second. Yeah? Are you talking about the whole team? Or yeah, I think I guess we include the whole team. Quincy's second. Yeah. Quincy almost. Like the uppercut. Yeah, no doubt. Quincy almost has me. He almost has me. <laughs> Just see it a little more because it's more of a big hit celebration. Yeah. But he almost has me, but I still I think I have the best celebration. Cause who doesn't like Thor? Yep. And and who doesn't like, you know, all of it is dope. It's a you can interact with the fans. It's dope. It's a it's a great time. Um Bryce's is good. Yep. Bryce's is good. I remember he told me he was gonna do it like when he decided like that was his. I was like, yeah, like it's nice. I think it's because I knew mine was better than a little bit. So, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. But um, I think. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Quintus. Yeah. I like Quintus. Okay. How challenging has this been for you? You love playing ball. You love the room. Yeah. You guys started four and three. 
We've lost four consecutive games. Mm -hmm. Just being in this position overall, how right. difficult is it? Um, I mean, it's difficult, but, you know, it's not the first time I've been on a team and then we have big expectations and then you kind of get punched in the mouth a little bit. Like Florida State in 2021, like everybody was like, oh, they look good this year. They look good this year, bro. We started off 0-4. Mm. And, and you ask anybody there, like, you have a decision to make. And I and I definitely could have just been like, well, I'm only here for one year. You know, I'm gonna make sure I play good and, and get up out of here. But nah, like you still gotta you have you have a duty for you know, for your teammates and everybody that poured into you and, and that being this organization that, you know, nah, I'm gonna still keep doing things the right way. And if not, I'm gonna fix what I need to fix. And I think that's what we're all willing to do. And um I think we're gonna fix what we're willing to fix or what we need to fix. And, um, you know, we're going to come up. Like, we got a bunch of warriors, a bunch of good people, and it starts with, you know, people of good character and people that have the, the right kind of heart in terms of fighting, and I think that's what we got. So, I mean, we just need to fix what we're fixing, and, you know, I got all the all the faith in the world that we're going to get this thing right. You are a young guy. How have you been able to do all these moves throughout <laughs> throughout your life, formidable <laughs> years when you're talking about, hey, I grew up in Dean Prairie, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I go to Independence. Kansas Independence Community <laughs> College. I yeah. transferred to Georgia. You know, I want to get some. I like it at Georgia. Yeah. I want to get some more run, a little bit more run, because I right. think that's going to be better for me professionally down the line. I transferred to Florida State. I'm right. best player in the ACC, and then the next year, before you know it, you're up here in New York. I mean, yeah. this people treat you guys like robots, but that's a lot of moves for a young dude. It's like here, here, here. Right. How have you been able to, at every level, like, we've gotten a better Jermaine? Yeah. I mean, it's a life I chose. That's what I told myself. Like, all right, where do you want to be? What do you want to do? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. No room for complaining because at the end of the day, nobody cares. <laughs> and I want to I wanna be I wanna be great, man. And, uh, you know, I, told, I made that decision a long time ago. So... However many moves, what I needed to do, you know, what I had to go through, I just charged it to the game. You know, just kind of, you got to you gotta sacrifice what you want now and, you know, be strong for how you want to live later and how you want to be remembered. So I uh, kind of told myself that at a young age and, uh, yeah, it went to work. What do you tell people about Eden Prairie, Minnesota? <laughs> uh, beautiful. Yeah. First off. Uh, and... Great football program and um, uh, winning football program, high expectations, stuff like that. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. What do you tell people about Kansas? <laughs> I don't talk about it much. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, man, like I said, I charged it to the game. It was it was how it looked on Netflix. Uh, nobody there. How many people still bring that up with you? Uh, any of your teammates watch Last Chance You? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they did, but I wasn't really in it much by choice. Mm. They kept asking me to do interviews and follow me here and there, and I'm like, nah. Really? Like, no, yeah. I was like, nah, nah, no, thank you, because I didn't really. I seen kind of how some of the other guys, how that some of the other like from the other seasons were portrayed, like some of the what they call feature guys, right? And I mean, it's a show at the end of the day, right? So they're gonna pay attention to anything good or bad. Um, and I and I didn't want to be like remembered for that. I didn't want to be known for that because we're all human, mm -hmm. right? And I didn't want to leave that perception of who I am up to a show 
I felt like that wasn't a good idea. So I want to be remembered for being, um, you know, a great person and a great football player. So I just felt like it was best for me to focus on my schoolwork and my football while I was there. And, um, you know, I kind of gave the show permission to like use good plays and kind of speak about me well, but anything outside of that, I just kind of steer clear. Yeah. You didn't want anything additionally (laughs) featured. (laughs) So you could have gone anywhere after what you did on the juco scene yeah why georgia what did you learn from kirby and dan lanny yeah dan my dog yeah um i chose georgia because i believed in what they were building and i believed that you know we could go win a national championship um and i wanted to compete against the best i mean i've kind of always been like that like you could say you're one thing but then you're never going to really know what you are until you you're thrown in a fire and competing against the best then you can that gives me confidence at the end of the day because now no one can say nothing about me and I can't say nothing about myself in terms of doubt. I did it against the best. What am I going to, how am I going to doubt myself? So it's kind of how I went about choosing Georgia. And then, like you said, kind of, you know, didn't really see myself as the same player as they saw me a little bit kind of thing. Um, so it was like all respect, you know, it's all good. And and I decided to go to Florida State. Well, hold on. Shout out Dan. Dan's my dog. Yeah. Dan Landon. We, we're going to talk about college here in a sec. <laughs> Dan's my dog. Yeah. I just need to let that be known for sure. But um, uh, yeah, and then I went to Florida State. and That was yeah. a cool thing because I talked to guys you played with at Georgia. Mm-hmm. And everybody loved it. It wasn't like, nah, Jermaine, can't get out of here, <laughs> whatever. Like, you nah. had a great relationship with people there. Yeah. But for you... I imagine you talked to your family about this and said, you know what, what's best for me here yeah. is that we got to do something mm-hmm. because I want to continue to right. grow. Yeah. And it was, it was one of the hardest decisions in my life, man. Uh, because they go on and win a national championship. I mean, not even that. Yeah. You know, and those are my brothers and we you know we all sacrificed blood, sweat and tears to get to that point. And, um, you know, shout out to those guys. They never made me feel left out or anything. You know, they always hit me up and you know, let me know, like, you know, nah, bro, like, you helped us and, you know, whatever. So, you know, kudos to, you know, my former teammates for that. But, but yeah, uh, it was just uh, it was a hard decision because, um, obviously, I love Georgia, bro. I chose them out of anybody yeah. to go to. And, you know, I had a great time there and a lot of friends, family, you know, that I made there. So it was a hard decision. But like, at the end of the day, I, like I told you earlier, it was like um, – had to charge the decision to the game. Yeah. Like uh I have a I have a vision of who I want to be and what I'm gonna accomplish. And um a hard decision had to be made and and um I'm glad I made it. When you see what Florida State is right now, yeah. <laughs> do you go back and say, you know what? Norvell looked at me as somebody that I'm a foundational piece. Did you yeah. know it at the time that this thing was going to turn. Yeah, I did. Um, I believed in him because he believed in me and, and you know, kind of how I can lead those guys. And um, it was reassuring. Uh, yeah, it's just emotional thinking back on it because. It really? Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, um, he had a tremendous belief in me, both as a person and a player. Um, and And he never lets me forget kind of the uh the um the change that I had you know the hand in the change that happened there and they never lets me forget you know kind of or anybody else for that matter um 
how how strong that was for where they are now and um and man i love the guy for it because it's very easy because it's easy for anybody just to be like oh like you know i did this and it's because of me but i mean he's not like that at all and you know he always reminds me like thank you like he'll just look me anytime i go back yeah he just tells me thank you and it's like at a telepathic level like like he's telling me thank you for all the things that i didn't have to do but i chose to do um and that's and, an incredibly deep connection, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's my guy. What do you think about the college football landscape right now? So you got Kirby going for his third straight national <laughs> championship that's with crazy. the dogs. You got your guy, Dan Lanning, mm. out there in Eugene. They're, they're playing for the Pac-12 championship, Bro, and they got a chance. It. And then you got Florida State <laughs> right yeah. there, undefeated. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it's not surprising because, obviously, uh, Kirby Smart, held me to an extremely high standard and, you know, didn't let me, you know, stray from that. Obviously, Coach Lanning was my position coach in the D.C. at the time. He did the same thing, operated the same way, expected greatness, and Coach Norvell did the same thing, operated the same way and expected greatness from me both on and off the field. So it's not surprising because all three of those guys are, you know, they're cut from the same cloth. And, um, and it's funny, Coach Lanning used to work for Norvell mm. in Memphis. And then That's Lanning – used to work for Kirby. So it's like, it's all kind of connected. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising then because it's like, yeah, those guys expect greatness and operate from, from a framework that expects greatness. And, you know, it's kind of how they operate. Well, I can tell you this now where it's at here, the pod is that I went to grad school at Florida. So I watched that game Saturday night. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed, but Hey man, <laughs> you guys got it done. <laughs> um, final thoughts here. And you've been really gracious with your time. How much are you looking forward to, not just Sunday, but whatever's ahead over these final six games? Because I know the, the fans are frustrated right now. They look at it and say four-game losing streak, four and seven, improbable right. to go to the playoffs, things like that. But for you, just and I think that anybody's going to appreciate listening to you in this kind of setting is that you love every time you have that opportunity to get out there in between the white lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, man, it's a, it's a great opportunity to show who we are, what kind of team we are. Yeah. Like the season isn't going at all. How any of us imagine, um, from an injury standpoint, from wins and losses standpoint, but we're faced with a, with a great opportunity, uh, to be able to overcome this, this adversity. And I think we have the people and the fight and the talent to do so. So, I mean, we're going to attack it and we met as a team today. I think we're all on the same page and. I'm just excited to to uphold the standard that that I have for myself. All right, so you just celebrated Thanksgiving with your family, but you're going to go out here in the community over mm -hmm. the next couple of weeks to help out kids um, with some of their wishes. Why yeah. are you doing that? Uh, I mean, it just kind of reminds me of of me as a kid. Um, it's not to any detriment of my parents, but you know, there's some things that. A lot of things I, I wasn't able to have or partake of just because, you know, it wasn't in the cards. Um, but if I'm able to help, you know, kids out, especially around the holiday season, because I was a big, huge Christmas holiday head as a kid. Like, as soon as it's November, like, I'm like, Mom, can we put the lights on? You know, can we watch Christmas movies? Mariah Carey's on, <laughs> on the speaker, like, as soon as she can be. Um, so I know there's a lot of other kids out there like that that just wish they had some help. You know what I mean? And um, I'm in a position to do that. And 
if it's one kid, that's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? It just reminds me of where I was at and, and um, 100%. Awesome. And Jermaine, really appreciate your time today. Had fun. Good luck the rest of the way. Appreciate you, bro. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.